Welcome to The Leader's Edge with hosts Steve Steele and Ernalita DeCumos. Lean in and learn the tangible tools that can help you achieve your personal leadership growth goals. Now, here are Steve and Ernie. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Leader's Edge, your path to personal and leadership growth. I'm Steve Steele with my co-host, Ernie DeCumos. And if you're an entrepreneur, a new emerging leader, or even a seasoned leader, and you're seeking to dive into personal growth to improve your mindset or learn more about leadership skills, this show is for you. But first of all, I want to thank all of our listeners for being here and tuning in with us each and every week. We're so grateful to have you. This would not be possible without you. But first, Ernie, you're back. How are you today? Hi, partner. Hi, everyone. This is your co-host, Ernie Odokumos, and I am fantastic and excited for our guest today. But before we get started, partner, do we want to remind our listeners about the exciting news that we have? Absolutely. It's coming really fast, too. So get ready, folks, to unlock your leadership potential and take your career to new heights with our upcoming leadership event, the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership Masterclass Mastermind. It's going to be a five-week journey exploring John C. Maxwell's timeless masterpiece. And guess what? Steve, my partner, myself, and the incredible Carolina Zuniga will be your hosts. And together, we're going to dive into five amazing laws from the 21 Laws, providing you with practical insights, real-world examples, and actionable strategies. So mark your calendars for the event starting on March 5th, every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central, and 8 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be engaging, interactive, and empowering. And whether you're a seasoned executive, an aspiring leader, or simply looking to enhance your leadership abilities, this masterclass, Mastermind, is tailor-made for you. So contact us at pathtoleadersedge at gmail.com to join us on this exciting five-week event. And by the end of this journey, you'll emerge as a more confident, influential, and dynamic visionary leader. So don't miss out on this life-changing experience. Enroll now and join us on March 5th for a transformative journey. So together, let's take your leadership skills to unprecedented heights. Join the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership Masterclass Mastermind today. All right, Ernie, let's get back to the show. Tell us a little bit about our guest today. Yes. Our guest today with my tone that's very high pitch <laughs> is, <laughs> is Mr. Rob Harold. Rob is the operator of Chick-fil-A Bowie Marketplace. At the age of 17, he was a part-time employee at a Chick-fil-A restaurant when the owner of the franchise asked him, have you ever dreamed of owning your own business? That one question changed his life, and in 2009, his dreams of business ownership came true when he was selected to become a Chick-fil-A operator. He has been serving with Chick-fil-A now for 23 years. He believes one of the most important factors that contributed to his success was having a mentor to guide him throughout his journey. This has led Rob to be passionate about leadership development. He has a strong desire to see future generations of leaders pursue their own paths and entrepreneurial endeavors and wants to help them reach their highest potential. Please join me in welcoming Mr. Rob Harold in the green room. Yeah, Rob, it's so good hey. to see you. 
Hey, I'm so excited to be here, y'all. Thank you so much. I'm just really honored to be able to be a part of this today. So thanks uh, for having me. Well, you're more than welcome. We are so excited to really mm-hmm. dive in with you today in a little bit. And Chick-fil-A, oh my gosh, I love Chick-fil-A. I mean, we <laughs> almost eat it at lunch every day where I work. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, Chick-fil-A is awesome, awesome, awesome. So Rob, let's just dive in. I mean, let's just get to know who you are a little bit. Let's talk about uh, a little bit about uh, what our theme is today, when change happens. So Rob, oh, yeah. as you know, the Leader's Edge is about personal growth and it's about leadership growth. And hmm. so which, in t- which, which it, when we talk about when change happens, that entails growth, right? Mm-hmm. So mm. what's the risk if you don't grow? Oh my gosh. Well, I love that question. And I, I did not know coming on to the show that you all had this mastermind class here. And, and I'll, I'll tell you that the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership was the first John Maxwell book that I read. Wow. In fact, uh, the, I think the reason just we are all connected through the Maxwell organization is mm-hmm. because I started reading that book and it was a masterclass that I attended. Um, and I think back, like, what's my favorite law? And the law that I love in that book is the law of the lid, right? Yes. This idea mm-hmm. of you, uh, you are your own, really you are your own lid to your capacity and what you can handle. And I think to me, that's the risk is if you don't grow, your lid is what prevents you from being able to do what it is that you really uh, were made to do. So I, I think that's the risk. Um, if you don't grow, wow. you don't, you don't, uh, you don't go. Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't really, they, they, they've never really heard of that law. They don't know what that mm. law meant. And mm. as a young man, when you were 23 years ago, I guess when you were provided with this opportunity, um, yeah. goodness gracious, you understood that. How did, well, I, well, I'll tell you what, I, I didn't understand it actually at the time. I was only 17 mm-hmm. uh, when I started with Chick-fil-A. Uh, and uh, my boss, uh, his, his name is Eric. Um, he's no longer with us, but uh, he was my mentor. He was one of the people that guided me through my life and helped me kind of get to where I am. But, you know, when he asked me the question, you know, have you ever thought about owning your own business? Uh, that exposed a lid in my life because it wasn't really something I'd ever thought of or dreamed about. And the moment that he asked me the question, it gave me an awareness that I didn't have before, an awareness of this is something I could do, but then what would I need to do it? And it created this kind of uncertainty and a little bit of fear and anxiety of like, well, what if, what if I want to do it, but I don't get to do it, you know, but if I never try, I never will. Mm. So uh, it, those were some of the things that kind of went through my mind. And, you know, here we are 23 years later and, and I, I own and operate a restaurant that uh, does, um, you know, a significant amount of sales in my hometown of Bowie, Maryland. And uh, I'm really blessed to be able to be a part of Chick-fil-A. Well, I don't know a Chick-fil-A that, I'm aware of it doesn't do really well. I mean, they do outstanding mm. work. They do do really well. So let me mm. see if I understand. 17, mm. you work for Chick-fil-A. That mm-hmm. was 23 years ago. And That's right. So you've journeyed with Chick-fil-A all these years of your life. 23 years later, well, how long have you been an operator? Well, I was uh, blessed to be able to call myself an operator in 2009. Uh, when okay. I was selected for a restaurant in Maryland. Uh, and uh, that's kind of where I started my business ownership journey. Um, so it's been about 15 years now that I've been able to walk uh, walk the 
walk the road of being a Chick Fil A owner operator. So seventeen, seventeen. You worked for you worked for Chick Fil A for a, a several years. You stuck with it, and then all of a sudden you get this opportunity to be an owner operator. Am I getting yes. am I getting the, the story right there? Yeah, you are. Uh, and I'll tell you, it 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 wasn't a linear uh, progression. There okay. there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of uh, trial and error. There's a lot of failure. There's a lot of you know it it. At at some point during my journey to become an operator, I wasn't really sure if I was actually going to go through with it because how hard it was. Uh, you know, mm. Chick Fil A every year the number of applicants that uh, seek to join the brand increases, and I think at the time when I was applying, there were forty or fifty thousand people every year that submitted an application mm. for one hundred locations. Wow. So uh, it it's 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 pretty hard. In fact, uh, the saying, uh, the internal saying, is it's easier to get into the CIA than it is to get into CFA. So <laughs> wow, <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. That is amazing. So, yeah, I'm curious. So when you were 17, very young, basically you were given a question, right? And then mm-hmm. that question came into fruition. That question became a reality in 2009. In that scenario, knowing what what you know now and the journey that you have gone through, did you have awareness of growth, Rob? Um, I, I knew I needed to have the awareness for it. I knew I didn't know what I didn't know. That was mm. something my, yes. my old boss Good. used to always Good. tell me. Good. And he said, you know, if you're going to do this someday, you need to know what a, what a business owner does. You need to know how a business mm. owner thinks. Really, he 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 told me he's like you know I'm not going to teach you how I do it. He said I'm going to teach you how I think about it, and mm. as I teach you how to think, you will find your own way to do this successfully. So a lot of growth just has to do with mindset and how you think about things. That's that's mm-hmm. one of the things I've learned. Well, so at 17 though, Rob, how did you change mindset? I mean, you know, 17 year olds. I mean, I, we're all 17, right? Especially guys. Mm. You know, we're out sure. there. I mean, we're just getting out of high school. We're starting life. Some of us are going to college. And, yeah. you know, I mean, how did you how did you shift mindset like that? Because, <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you, it didn't happen at 17. I think that something that we, we you've heard before probably is leadership or growth doesn't happen in a day, but it happens daily. And I think yes. what, what happened at Beautiful. age 17 was I realized that this was a journey I needed to start walking. It wasn't something mm. that was just a, a light switch that flipped. And I, I could tell you, uh, I, I feel like I thought I knew whole, a lot more at 17 than I feel like I know now. Like as you get older, <laughs> yeah, we all, right? you, start to, you start to realize how much you don't know. And uh, that's been one of the, the the nuggets of wisdom I've taken away from the journey I've had with mm. Chick-fil-A and just leadership in general is, you know, the, the moment you realize you you don't know something is when you be, can begin to learn, right? And begin to grow. Yeah. Mm. Yep. That brings to a, a scenario that you, you and I have talked about, all three of us had talked about a, a conversation on the table. And I believe the vice president of Chick-fil-A, please correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Cliff Robinson. He said something about, I'm afraid for the future of our company. Because we are growing at an incredibly rapid pace. If the team is not growing, the growth of the business will outpace them. Can you elaborate on that? It sounds like a fear and it sounds like a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, that you you have a good memory. Uh, We we did actually have that conversation. And and, uh, I was um, throughout my time at Chick-fil-A, I've had a chance to 
spend some time with some of the leadership in the in the organization. And Cliff Robinson's been with the company for a really long time. He is one of the senior VPs, um, and uh, he uh, came to the Washington D.C. area. That's where my restaurant is, and uh, he brought with him an author, uh, Dr. Henry Cloud. And Dr. Cloud was talking about his book, The Power of the Other. And so we were doing some roundtable discussions with him and Dr. Dr. Cloud. And, um, you know, someone asked Cliff, you know, what keeps you up at night? Um, and Cliff said, I, I'm afraid for the future of our, of our company because of the, just like you said, the, the pace at which we're growing as a brand. If the leaders in this organization are not challenging themselves to grow at a pace that outpaces our growth as a company, um, I fear that we will be our capacity will be uh, overrun, and we'll actually not be able to continue to see the results and see the success that we've been able to see as a company. Uh, Rob, that, that, that's mind blowing to me because I think about corporate companies, and I don't know if, if a lot of corporate companies really actually ask themselves that type of question. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, if you if you're not if our if our management teams if our leadership teams are not outpacing the growth of the company then, then they're not growing so the question i have is how do you get them there how do you mm -hmm. get those owner operators those those managers those leadership the leadership how do you get them to start outpacing the company in growth so that your company can continue to grow in other words the law of the lid mm. yeah that's that's a great question, Steve. And I'll, I'll tell you that, uh, you know, Chick-fil-A, one of the secrets, if I could tell you a secret to Chick-fil-A, right? Yeah, why is yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to know the secret. So, I want to know the secret. Why is it so <laughs> successful? You know, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's that chicken sandwich or it's the, yeah, that Chick-fil-A yeah. sauce. Yeah. But I'll tell you what the secret to Chick-fil-A is the Chick-fil-A operator. It's the operator model because mm -hmm. every individual owner operator is a business owner in their own community with their own business. And as a business owner, one of the things that I understand is the risk that I take when I open that business. Mm -hmm. And it's on me. It's all on me and the team that I build in order to see the success and overcome the failure that we have, uh, you know, before us. And so, you know, as a business owner, if you, you ask any business owner, you know, you tell them, well, what's, what's the thing that you're really thinking about? It's what, what risks am I taking? No, no risk, no reward. So, uh, you know, I, I think that that is the thing that every business owner understands just intuitively is if I don't do this, what am I risking? What am I, what opportunities am I not going to have? What failures am I going to face? You know, what costs am I, are going to overcome me if I don't do the thing I need to do to grow? That is very that is, beautiful. That is, that is cool. I love that. So part of the previous question that I asked Rob is, uh, you mentioned that there's a book, right, by Henry Cloud, The Power of the Other. So in that, there's also a teaching on it. Do you mind? Do you mind telling us what that teaching is and how that how that impacted you as well? Um, I, if I can recall the teaching that you're we referring to, uh, it's this idea of knowing that you can't really do what you would like to do in your life on your own. You know, as as the challenge uh, escalates, the need for teamwork or the need for mentors, the need for someone to guide you uh, escalates as well. So, you know, this idea of how do you find people in your life to help you get to where you know you want to go in life? Mm -hmm. And that's really the main crux of the mm -hmm. book, uh, The mm -hmm. Power of the Other. It's, you know, if, if I have 
you know, a desire to be a business owner. How many business owners am I surrounding myself with? You know, if I have, you know, if I'm, if I'm married and I want to have successful marriage, how many people are surrounding me that have successful marriages or who, what type, what's the source that I'm going to, to really learn from and grow from. So, you know, uh, the power of the other doesn't necessarily have to be a, a physical person. It could be an author. It could be a, uh, you know, scripture is a really good source. I mean, it's the ultimate source mm-hmm. of my mind. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really just thinking about what, what is, what are you adding in to help you get to where you want to go? Does that, does that answer your question? Yes, definitely. Yeah, okay. it is. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And I also love that you added that it doesn't have to be a physical person. The power of other doesn't have to be a physical person. It could be a book that you're reading. It could be a scripture that you're reading or a podcast that you're yeah. listening to or a radio show like The Leader's Edge mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that people yeah. are listening to. Yes, that's right. Yeah, you you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So that's right. Uh, as you as you think about it, like you you could spend time with people who aren't even around anymore. Like you can read from authors mm. who you know long since passed away and and still be you know guided by thought processes that they have. So that's that's just something to kind of keep in mind. Yes, I love that. It's time for a breather. The risk of not growing. Is something that we just talked about. And what does growing look like? When we return, we will dive in on the application of growth in a professional environment, such as Chick-fil-A. So Rob will teach us that. Don't forget, if you have any burning questions for, for Rob, feel free to give us a call at 866-472-5790. We will be taking a short break, but that number is 866-472-5790. We will be right back. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Do you want to grow a team of transformational leaders who can take your organization to the next level? Do you want to attract, retain, and develop top talent? Do you want to leverage generational insights and improve your employees' communication, interpersonal, and productivity skills? If your answer is yes to any or all of these, you are in the right place. Steve Steele and Ernalita DeCumos, hosts of The Leader's Edge, are seasoned coaches and facilitators with Maxwell Leadership Team. They will leverage leadership content, tools, and resources to help turn your leaders into transformational leaders with influence and impact so everyone wins. This highly effective program not only provides the knowledge and skills necessary to lead, coach, and communicate more effectively, but Steve and Ernie have resources available to impact others throughout your organization so that everyone can be led well. So contact us at path to leaders edge at gmail.com and let steve and ernie help grow your organization by creating an influence in which others want to engage ready to unlock your potential and level up your leadership skills tune in to the leader's edge the ultimate radio show that will transform your life join charismatic co-hosts steve Steele and ernalita de Kumos on a journey of personal growth and inspiration hi everyone i'm steve Steele. We will provide you with the tools and strategies to thrive as a leader in all aspects of your life. And this is Ernie. Whether you're a seasoned executive, aspiring entrepreneur, or simply looking to enhance your leadership skills, The Leader's Edge is the show for you. Catch it every Thursday at 11 a.m. PST on the Global Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to elevate your leadership game and experience unparalleled personal growth. 
comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Leader's Edge with Ernalita and Steve. Have a question for these noted experts? Join us on the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Now back to the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Leader's Edge. We're back on the air. Good to have all of you tuning in. This is Steve Steele and alongside my co-host, Ernalita Kumos, with our great friend and Maxwell Leadership team member, Rob Harold. We spent a few minutes ago talking a little bit about uh, uh, Rob's story, a little about where he has he got started when he was seventeen, and he's been it was Chick Fil A for twenty three years. We talked about a little bit about uh, Chris uh, Robinson and Dr. Henry Cloud's book. So let's just kind of jump in a little bit more here. So we've heard you talk, Rob, when we were doing our discovery meetings with you, that you have this one line that you always have. It's called. Climbing higher daily. And I absolutely love that. What does that mean? And what does that look like uh, in your journey? Yeah, that's great. I appreciate the question. Um, so uh, it all really goes back to Truett, Kathy. Uh, he was the founder of Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. And Truett was known for a lot of great things. He was a great man. Um, did, you great know, did you know Truett? Did you personally know Truett? I, I was able to meet him on several occasions. Wow. Uh, you know, he I, I, obviously there were so many people he had to interact with on a mm-hmm. normal basis. So I doubt if you were to quiz him who I am, he may not have known, but right. uh, I, I knew him. That's for sure. That's yes, good. Um, and, and so one of the things that Truett was really known for was uh, for really great sayings, really great uh, just nuggets of wisdom. And uh, in his office, there hangs a picture uh, and it's the picture of a climber. And there's a, a uh, he's going up the side of a mountain, and at the bottom of the picture, it says, uh, no goal is too high if we climb with care and confidence. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, just, just it's Chick-fil-A lore. Like you have, uh, there's so many things that we've learned from him, but that is one of the things, one of the greatest lessons that we've learned uh, from him is that this idea of there's really nothing that you can't do, but you, the way you climb is important. So it's kind of a nod to Truett. Um, but it's also a nod to what I said at the beginning of the show uh, when you asked me about, like, how did I turn that light switch on at 17? Like, what mm-hmm. did I change? Well, I, I didn't go from where I needed to, from where I was to where I needed to go at 17. I realized that there was this journey ahead of me and I needed to climb. I needed to climb higher, but I couldn't just get there. I have to take steps in that direction. So, you know, you, you ask, uh, you, you hear the, the question, you know, how do you climb a mountain? one step at a time, right? So that's that's really the, the heart behind the saying of climb higher, climbing higher daily or climb higher daily is kind of how I shorten it. And that's something that, you know, I, I'll share with members of my team. I share with members of my community as I'm talking to them. It's just a, a short, small way to encourage people to remember, hey, you might not be there yet, but if you keep going, you'll get there. Can you tell us that quote again from Truett Cathy one more time? In yep. case we have someone uh, who wants no to goal. write it down. <laughs> I I, be, I'm, I believe I'm doing it from memory because I don't have that picture in my office like he did. But the <laughs> the uh, in my mind, it's uh, no goal is too high if we climb with care and confidence. That's mm-hmm. the that's the idea. I love that. It's beautiful. That's so beautiful. So climbing higher daily. 
I'm curious, is this something that you have to do alone or is this something that you can do with someone else? Yeah, so I, I have a question for you. Um, <laughs> you've probably heard this question before, but but how do you how do you eat an elephant? I know. Okay, well, what's the answer? Bi- one bite at a time. Yes. You know, that is the that's the answer that I would give if you were to ask me that question, you know, a few months ago. And I have uh, the privilege to travel overseas with Chick-fil-A to do service work in other countries. And one of the countries I go to is Kenya. And I was in a community in Kenya uh, doing some leadership workshops with some folks. And I asked that question. I said, how do you eat an elephant? And of course, I thought maybe that would generate some laughs because, you know, there are actually elephants around in in Kenya. (laughs) And uh, so I thought, oh, this will be practical. So I asked the question and I thought, oh, they're going to nail this. And uh, an elder gentleman stood up and when he started to answer, he did not say one bite at a time. He actually turned, looked at me, then looked at the room and he said, that's easy. You call the village. Ah. And I thought that, that is such, that is such a, that is such a powerful way. Like I learned something Mm. in that moment that was just so, so important. So when I asked that, when when I asked that question now, and I say, you know, how do you eat an elephant? It's not one bite at a time. It's you call the village because you're doing the same thing. You're, you're accomplishing the goal, but you're doing it with other people. So, you know, that question leads to another question. You know, is, has there ever been anything that you've ever attempted that you thought was impossible? And you may pause for a moment. I, I'd encourage the people in your audience to pause for a moment and ask yourself that question. Have you ever attempted something that you thought was impossible? And maybe you, you have an answer for that. Maybe you don't. Maybe you've never tried it because you did think it was impossible. Well, one of the things that comes to mind when I ask myself that question is uh, I had imagined myself standing in front of Mount Everest and the the massive, uh, you know, mountain, the biggest mountain in the world. And, and, you know, if I was not aware of people that actually had done it before, I'd look at that thing and say, man, it is impossible to climb that thing. Mm-hmm. But the reality is it's not impossible because it's, it is climbed regularly by people mm-hmm. that do it. Some people are professional, some people are not, and uh, they, they go and do it. They have to train for it. But, you know, if you were to ask someone the question, how do you climb a mountain? Well, you'd say one step at a time. But I'd say that you climb a mountain with other people. The, the, mm-hmm. the law of Mount Everest, which is another law of, of leadership that John Maxwell has, is the law of Mount Everest. And that law states that as the challenge escalates, the need for teamwork escalates. Right. You can't climb Mount Everest alone. You just can't do it. So mm-hmm. this idea of climb higher daily, it's not just going by myself. It's finding who can I take with me on that journey of leadership and growth. Wow, and I love that. I mean, that, and I love that teaching. I've used it myself before, and I absolutely love that teaching. Rob, you've grown as a leader, and you're a leader at Chick-fil-A. Uh, why do the leaders have to go through such extensive work to learn to lead? Because it, it is, it's work. It, it It's something that's learned. <laughs> You're smiling because it's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, <laughs> I, I am smiling. I, it, it, it goes back to something that my old, my old mentor and boss, Eric used to say, um, he used to say, you know, uh, Rob, what's the best part of, of a business? What's the best part of Chick-fil-A? And I'd say, what's the people? He'd say, what's the worst part of Chick-fil-A? He'd say, it's the people. Mm. (laughs) Why is that? Because we're people. (laughs) We're humans. 
He said, what's the hardest part? It's sometimes it's managing the people, right? It's leading the people. And we're, we're all imperfect and we're all messy. And I think that that is why uh, we have, as leaders, we have to go through such extensive work because we're dealing with people just like ourselves who are imperfect. And, uh, we're, you know, some, some of us think we have all the answers and some of us aren't willing to listen and, and, and grow and learn. And you have to kind of, if you're going to go somewhere together, you have to be willing to be patient and, uh, and, and, and lead others. That's, that's the difficult part. Absolutely. Hmm. You know that the work you're talking about it, it Rob, if, and this is, I don't want to put you on a spot here, but just think about it for a second. The work is tough to learn to lead. What, what do you think is one of the most important traits that a new emerging leader coming up, what do you think one of the most important traits they should take on to learn that leadership journey uh, on how to lead people? Yeah, I, I, that's a great question, Steve. I don't have to think about that one because the very first thing that comes to mind is, is authenticity. And I think that word gets, it, it gets overused a lot. I think that it's mm-hmm. in some ways it kind of becomes a little cliche, but in reality, if you are going to lead others, they need to be able to trust that you are who you say you are and they need to, you need to be the person that they need you to be. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way you can do that is to actually be real, to be authentic. Though mm-hmm. so in my mind, as a leader, you've got to learn who you are first. You've got to be authentic. And once you once you've got that foundation, you know, it's it's just one step at a time from there. That is so beautiful. And it's true. I, I agree. Sometimes we use the words uh freely and, and not knowing the the actual impact of the word itself being authentic. And one example I could share is I was telling my team one time, because I am goofy and, and I think it shows on the radio show. And I said, if you guys know me at home and how goofy I am, you probably will not respect me. And the response that I got was, actually, we would love you more because goofy. you're being you. <laughs> so that's hmm. that's a perfect example. I never saw it that way. So I'm like, okay. But that's that's basically how effective leadership would would show right so in in your world rob the goal is to influence others right so how are you influencing other people around you at the moment that's a really good question um i i'd say that there are probably a lot of ways that i could answer that question but mm. again just going back to that idea of climbing higher daily. Um, it's this idea of asking ourselves, not just what do we do, but why do we do what we do? And really mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. honing in on the purpose of, of why we exist. Um, I think that when you can when you can have something that you're doing that that is aligned with your purpose and your values as a person, um, it makes the work part of work so easy because you really aren't thinking about it because you know why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you've heard Simon Sinek's talk, potentially it's called start with why that's so, so important, you know? Um, And I I think that at Chick-fil-A, you know, one of the things that we really reasons we exist is because we want to be a caring brand. We want people to know that we genuinely care for them. Um, And so I think that that just knowing your why is, is something that helps. And I love to influence that question with people when I interact with them. So Rob, how would you influence an individual who says, 
a leader who says, I'm not sure that my values line up with the company's values I'm working with. Mm. What do I do? I uh, think another mark of a really good leader is to ask really good questions. <laughs> I think that uh, that's something that Eric taught me. That's something that Truett taught us. Uh, and so I would ask that person, well, can you define your values? Can you share what are they? What is the mm-hmm. thing that you're looking for? Why are those values your values? How do you how do you align those things? Is it is it based on a feeling that you have? Is it based on a belief that you have? Is it based on an experience that you had? So really, really, truly understanding yourself. And that just reconnects with that idea of being authentic because, you know, we, we may think we know who we are. And I think that really comes with time. It comes with age. Um, it comes with experience. You know, we once we once we realize that we really don't know what we think we know that, like, I think I said this earlier in the show, you 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 start to learn when you realize you don't know something. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, asking asking yourself real yourself really good questions is a good place to start. Wow. Well, let's kind of shift directions a little bit. We we were talking to you earlier a few weeks ago, and you said you were at a conference called Next. And there was a teaching mm-hmm. yep. there, uh, something like that, that stuck really with you. Can, and, and it was interesting to hear you talk about this. Can you share that with our listeners? Mm. I, I can. I actually was at Next last week. Uh, ah. And I so I, um, I took so many notes. I don't know if what I'm about to share with you is what I actually talked with you about before, but this one I like better. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fire away, brother. So, we'll take it. <laughs> so uh, one one of the guest speakers is actually Jeff Henderson, uh, who you uh-huh. are familiar with. He was mm-hmm. he was with us at the conference, um, and he was telling stories about Truett because um, he had the opportunity to work for Chick Fil A many years ago when Truett was still around, and um, he talked about how Truett. One of the things that he taught him was it's so important to move slowly through the crowd. As a leader, when you are the the leader of an organization, a leader of a group of people, um, your time is so, so valuable. And that is, that is, that is an understatement in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said, he said, one of the things that Truett always took time to do is he took time to, to move slowly through the crowd because as leaders, we will never have enough time, but we will always have leadership moments is what he said. And I wrote that down. And then the next thing he said was what really stood out to me. He said, leadership moments are never small when you're on the receiving end of it. Oh, you think about the things that you get to do. You you think about what you get to do as a leader and, you know, maybe stopping, spending a few moments with someone on your team may just be a two or three minute segment of your day. But that team member values that time so much because you spent that time with them. Mm. And so it, the, the idea isn't to have enough time to do all the stuff. The time is to recognize that the time that you have is so valuable and the way that you gift it to others um, can lead to leadership moments that can potentially influence and change lives. So that's kind of what we're talking about today is, you know, change and influence leadership moments are how you do it. Can you say that one more time? What Jeff Henderson said, I, I can, yes. So this idea of leaders, as leaders, we will never have enough time, but we always have time for leadership moments. Leadership moments are never small when you're on the receiving end of it. Wow. I love that. Speechless. It is. It's good. (laughs) I can't can't take credit for saying it. Jeff Henderson's the man. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's beautiful. That is so beautiful. We have a couple of minutes left, uh, Rob, but I wanted to ask this question. You're, you are an amazing leader at Chick-fil-A, right? And you have a very... I'm, I'm a leader. I don't know how amazing I am, but I appreciate the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am very confident. <laughs> and that's because you have that DNA. But how do you inspire your team with your leadership? Hmm. I think it's this idea of really kind of digging in and finding out, you know, what is it that you really want to accomplish? Because you know, everybody has uh, a desire to do something uh, in, in their lives, but not everyone takes the time to, to think about what it is they want to accomplish. You know, some people just kind of get up every day, do the same thing every day, go to bed, get up, wake up, do it again, rinse and repeat, and mm -hmm. never really take the time to think about their dreams, to think about their aspirations, to think about the things they really want to accomplish. And it was that moment when I was 17, when someone asked me that question that changed the trajectory of my life. So just taking the time to ask that question, to spend time with people in my organization and in my life, uh, it really does... Uh, uh, that really does help influence. It's not about me. It's not about what I'm saying. It's about the question and then the thoughts that it generates within each person that hears it. Mm. Yeah. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. See, you just definitely <laughs> hit, hit a home run with that. That's right. That's right. We will have to take a quick break, but it's never too late to join the conversation. If you have any questions or thoughts you'd like to share, don't hesitate to call us at 866-472-5790. We were just discussing how growing as a leader can inspire others with a tangible tool to do so, just like what Rob shared. When we return, we will learn more about Mr. Rob Harold who he is, his purpose. So stay tuned. We will be right back with more insights on The Leader's Edge. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Do you want to grow a team of transformational leaders who can take your organization to the next level? Do you want to attract, retain, and develop top talent? Do you want to leverage generational insights and improve your employees' communication interpersonal and productivity skills? If your answer is yes to any or all of these, you are in the right place. Steve Steele and Ernalita DeCumos, hosts of The Leader's Edge, are seasoned coaches and facilitators with Maxwell Leadership Team. They will leverage leadership content, tools, and resources to help turn your leaders into transformational leaders with influence and impact so everyone wins. This highly effective program not only provides the knowledge and skills necessary to lead, coach, and communicate more effectively, but Steve and Ernie have resources available to impact others throughout your organization so that everyone can be led well. So contact us at pathtoleadersedge at gmail.com and let Steve and Ernie help grow your organization by creating an influence in which others want to engage. Ready to unlock your potential and level up your leadership skills? Tune in to The Leader's Edge, the ultimate radio show that will transform your life. Join charismatic co-hosts Steve Steele and Ernalita DeCumos on a journey of personal growth and inspiration. Hi, everyone. I'm Steve Steele. 
we will provide you with the tools and strategies to thrive as a leader in all aspects of your life. And this is Ernie. Whether you're a seasoned executive, aspiring entrepreneur, or simply looking to enhance your leadership skills, The Leader's Edge is the show for you. Catch it every Thursday at 11 a.m. PST on the Global Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to elevate your leadership game and experience unparalleled personal growth. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Leader's Edge with Ernalita and Steve. Have a question for these noted experts? Join us on the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Now back to the show. Hey, and we're back to the Leader's Edge. Good to have all of you tuning in. We so much appreciate it, so very much. I'm Steve Steele, alongside with my co-host, Ernalita de Kumos, and our great friend and Maxwell Leadership Team member, Rob Harold. So we had we, we talked a lot this morning, Rob, about different things that you have shared with us, your journey to Chick-fil-A, uh, you know, a lot about what you've learned with Chick-fil-A, your leadership journey with Chick-fil-A. Rob, you're an operator. You are the operator of a Chick-fil-A, and it's a a franchise that's in Bowie, Maryland. But Mm. let's go a little bit different. What are you doing today? And really, Rob, what is your purpose? I know you work for Chick-fil-A. I know you're an operator, but what is the real purpose out there? What are you really doing? Yeah. Well, I appreciate the question. Um, So I I will tell you that I... I, maybe I, I don't talk about it enough. Uh, it's just how much I really do enjoy being a member of the Chick-fil-A family. You know, we are a restaurant. We serve food. We, we you know, we're, we're here to uh, provide a product and service that is, is intended to just really refresh people. That's, that's really what restaurants are meant to do is, is to revitalize people mm-hmm. and to refresh mm-hmm. them. And to, mm-hmm. to like when they leave, they should feel better than when they entered. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that just aligns with what my purpose is just in general, which is I'm going to go right back to the statement I said before, which is, you know, climb higher daily. It's this idea of just really, really both challenging myself to continue to do that, but then asking everyone that's around me, maybe not saying those exact words, but just having the the intent of those that question woven into everything that I get to do and see and touch and feel uh, it from, you know, the team member that works for me hourly to the business partner that I have, you know, that owns the Chick-fil-A down the street from me to the organization I work with halfway around the world is, you know, how are you yourself growing, developing yourself to climb higher daily? Wow. Rob, you know, you are an operator. You're the guy who actually owns the business. You know, you have, I'm mm-hmm. sure you have people, managers and leaders who work for you. And there's also team mm-hmm. members who work underneath them. I'm sure there's shift managers or whatever you want to call it. So, Rob, when you interact and you go into the store, mm-hmm. I know you probably don't go in every day. You might, but I don't know if you go in every day. But when you're when 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 the team sees you walk in, a lot of times, you know where I'm going with this, don't you? I can see. I can. I know you know where I'm going with this. A lot of times, everybody freaks out and everybody says, "You know, oh my gosh, you know." The, the the main the main guys here you know top leaderships here in the store does your team respond that way to you or or is it a relaxed is it a, is it is it a, is it a culture where in your store that where 
the team is so glad to see you and they're, I mean, can you share that a little bit? I mean, I'm interested in that. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say, if, if they freak out when I walk in, I'm going to turn around and figure out who did me because that's not, that's not what they do when I walk in. That's good. <laughs> Uh, my, I, honestly, the first thing, you know, it, it, I think habits are such an important thing. And one of my habits that I have when I walk into the restaurant is to put my stuff down right away and just walk around and say hello to everybody. Every single person in the business, uh, you know, I'll walk in, I'll maybe, you know, put my hand on their shoulder, say, hey, it's good to see you. Uh, if I can think about something that, that I saw recently, either on social media or through our team chat or in our newsletter that we have for our team, you know, just something personal that I can use to just let them know that I see them, I hear them, um, I know them, uh, and just give them that encouragement. You know, Truett used to ask a question, how do you know somebody needs encouragement? And the answer to that question is, do you know the answer to the question? Have I asked this y'all? Oh, it's, it's written on the wall somewhere, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the way you know somebody needs encouragement is if they're breathing. And that was something that, 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 yeah, that's something Truett used to say all the time. So, you know, that's, I think, my most important role as the operator of the business is to encourage the people that are a part of the organization and just make sure that they know that I'm grateful for what they do, that the guest is so much better because they're a part of a, what we do wow. every day. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that's amazing to me. I mean, uh, I, that is amazing to me. Did you walk yeah. in? And, they, and, the, and that, and that goes back to what Jeff said is, you know, walk slowly through the room yeah. and just create those, create those leadership moments. Wow. Mm -hmm. wow, wow, That's wow. very beautiful. I'm, I'm definitely mm -hmm. learning something today. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Truitt, he is definitely a great leader and leaves mm -hmm. a legacy behind. And I like, like I said, you have the, you have the DNA. He has this statement, be the change that I want to be in the world. And I feel like you are, you are following that footsteps. What are you doing today? Uh, as a form of change that you want to be in the world? Mm. You know, there, there's a lot of ways. I appreciate the question. There's a lot of ways I can answer that. Um, mm -hmm. One of the things that I've been really passionate about is um, this idea of service. You know, Chick-fil-A is a service organization. Um, you know, we, we're, we're a people company. We just happen to serve chicken, right? So that's, mm -hmm. that's I think, one of the ways we look at ourselves. And um, this idea of service, it transcends just taking a chicken sandwich, putting it in a bag and giving it to a customer. It's this idea of like, what impact are we having on the people that dine with us, on the people that work with us, on the people that may never even walk through a Chick-fil-A restaurant, uh, through the doors of a restaurant. And so finding ways to just uh, increase the way we're able to serve and care for others and increase the occasions to care, I guess is the way I would I would word it. Um and uh, I think that that is something that we are still kind of diving into and learning a lot about as a brand. Um, but uh, there are ways to serve that we, uh, you know, we haven't yet done. And there's some ways that we are very well known for doing, and uh, we're going to continue to do those things. Uh, does that answer the question you asked? Yes, for uh -huh. sure. I, I do have a follow-up question on that being the change that I want it to be in the world, but I wanted to apply it to your team members because I know there's a hierarchy, right? You have the operator, there you have leaders and then team members. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. If I remember that correctly. So, so with that, we don't have plenty of time, but how 
I know you were struggling before. Not we all have struggles of leading younger generations. Mm. How can we be the change in their lives to do more? That's a good question. Uh, man, that is a great question, Ooh. and I, I would I would tell you, uh, it, it. I think we sometimes can overcomplicate it because the reality is that we're all people, and I think I, I alluded to that earlier. You know, it's the best and worst part of being a leader is the people. Uh, mm-hmm. And 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 this is idea of everybody has these these needs that when they're met they will do anything they'll they'll mm-hmm. run through a wall for you and that idea of knowing that you're you're cared for is so important so I don't think it matters you know the generation I think when yes. you're authentic as a leader and you care for the people that are a part of your organization you change them uh, and then they can effectively uh, serve and and change others around them. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, Rob, we only got a few minutes left. We got about seven minutes left in the show, but I've got to ask you this question because I know <laughs> okay. everybody wants to know this answer. Okay. I know they All do. Right. Okay. All right. Fire away. Oh, here it is. Rob, why is Chick-fil-A closed on Sundays? Oh my gosh. I love that question. That is probably the biggest, the question I get the most often is that one. Yeah. Um, or what's, or what's in your chicken? I think that's yeah. another question. Pretty often. Oh, chicken. Um, <laughs> But, but I, I would tell you, uh, there, the, the short answer to that question is that Chick-fil-A is a company of values, and we value our people over profits. We as a brand could, uh, you know, be, we could be open seven days a week, and we could make a whole lot more money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's not mm-hmm. what's important. That's not something, that's not who mm-hmm. we are as a brand. Our people are important. We want our teams and their families to have a day that's dedicated to them. Where they can, wow. they want to worship. They can go do that if they want to, you know, rest and refresh. They can do that. Um, there, there is a story that goes back to the very beginning because Truett, when he opened his first restaurant, the Dwarf Grill, back in uh, 19, uh, 1946, actually, wow. him and his Ooh. brother Ben. He, he had a brother named Ben, and they opened a restaurant, very small, had eight seats, and it was going to be a twenty-four hour restaurant. It's a diner. It's still there. It's 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 much bigger now. Um, it's in Hapeville, Georgia. Um, and, uh, when they opened 24 hours, it was just the two of them. I think they had, uh, some other employees that they ended up hiring the first week to help them with dishes and things. But, uh, man, you can imagine two people running a 24 hour restaurant. It's going to mm-hmm. be exhausting. Mm-hmm. And I think the both of them got to Saturday and they were so tired. They looked at each other and say, you know what? We're closing on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Everything else is closed tomorrow. <laughs> I think we're closing too. And, uh, from that day forward, uh, none of Truett's restaurants ever opened wow. on Sunday. So that's that's the story behind why Chick Fil A is closed on Sunday. Wow! Wow! Love it! Love it! Great story. I love that. I definitely love that. Thank you so much for today, Rob. Thank you for teaching us. And I, I'm sure our listeners are very anxious to know what are you currently working on. What should we accept expect from you? And how can mm-hmm. people connect with you? Yeah, no, that's, those are great. I appreciate it. And again, this has really been fun. I've enjoyed this time so much. Um, you know, I wish we had more time so I could talk more about this with y'all. But yeah. uh, something that I've been working on for the last three years, uh, again, just goes back to this idea of service. And how do you encourage uh, people to serve together? You know, if we want to build mm-hmm. a, be- a beautiful tomorrow, what would it look like if we all served together? Yes. We did something yes. meaningful together. And so an organization that I partner with through Chick-fil-A uh, to do some service work internationally is 410 Bridge. It's 410 Bridge. Um, it's actually a nod to First Peter 410, which uh, that verse talks about how we all are uniquely gifted 
We all have different things that we're good at. And mm-hmm. the organization for 10 Bridge helps uh, kind of redefine the war on poverty in international communities. Um, they're in Guatemala, they're in Kenya. Uh, and so I've had the opportunity not just to go on trips and serve with 410 Bridge, but I've actually had the chance to bring Chick-fil-A owner-operators with me, bring other members of my restaurant team with me. Um, we've raised some funds for uh, some students in the school there in Kenya. Um, and so uh, that's really the big thing that I've been working on uh, within my own uh, community, my operator community here is encouraging uh, the people around. If there's not a cause that you're working with, hey, join this one. Or if there's a yeah. cause, if there's if there's something else you're looking to help with, you know, join this. And I'd encourage listeners to go and listen and go and check out 410 Bridge. Um, I believe their website's 410bridge.org. Don't quote me on that, but you probably can just Google it. Um, and it's a uh, it's a it's a it's a cause that's been something that I've been uh, really passionate about for the last few years. Yeah, beautiful. Um, beautiful. I think you asked how people can connect with me. Uh, you know, I'm mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. Uh, my, my name is Rob. Last name is spelled H E R O L D. So like hero with L D at the end. That's how my last name is pronounced and spelled. Um, but yeah, would be happy to connect. Awesome! Awesome. To our listeners, if you have a product, service, or rebranding that you're launching in your company, we would love to help you promote it globally. Please contact us. Our, uh, please contact our producer, Tacey Trump at Tacey.Trump at VoiceAmerica.com for more information. And just for a quick teaser, next week, we will have our good friend, Jessica Janier, who certified leadership speaker, trainer, and coach whose mission is to equip others no matter the adversity. So tune in next Thursday. And as always, Rob, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for today. We greatly appreciate you being on our show. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you again, Rob. And we wanted to say thank you to all of our listeners and friends, because without you, the Leader's Edge would not be possible. We are grateful to have you here and so excited to connect with you next time. But for now, bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Leader's Edge. We hope today's episode has been educational and helpful. Until next time, have a wonderful week.